What's going on, Hardliners? Welcome to His Hardline for another episode of 1% with Him. Remember, every day we need to spend at least minimum 15 minutes with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Dig a little bit in the Bible and spend a little time in prayer, you know what I mean? If you can't do that, just join us here at His Hardline. We'll get it done. Drop. And don't forget to check out our website, www.hisheartline.com. We're happy to have you. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon. Good morning, wherever you're at in the world. Glad to have you here at His Heartline for another episode of 1% with Him. And today we're going to be doing a reading out of Psalm 36. It's a fairly short reading, but we are going to read it nonetheless. I was going to do Psalm 36 and 37, and I skipped ahead earlier this morning, read Psalm 37. I was like, ooh, baby, that's a bit of a long one. We're going to save that one for tomorrow. Uh, I was like, that yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, we're going to save it for light. We're going to keep it light duty today. But it is Monday, October 3rd, 2022. It's a beautiful day in West Michigan. I tell you, this morning it was a nice, brisk 37 degrees on my truck thermostat. It felt great. Um, I tell you, it's like my kind of temperatures. I like that kind of weather. And then it rose all the way up to about 68, borderline 70. Uh, so I can't complain. It's it's still a beautiful day, nice light breeze. But I wanted to start off just a couple of quotes. Um, I have these four little books. They're quotes. I got one from Zig Ziglar. Uh, I believe Brian Tracy's the other one. Uh, Jim Rohn. And who is this other one here? Uh, Dennis Wheatley. <clears throat> and I've had these for so long, and I forgot I had them. And I just kind of stumbled across them. So I was like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna do a couple of nice, uh, you know quotes of the day kind of so this one i really like there's two of them i'm going to read so the first one and again this one's by jim Rohn, and i guess he's america's foremost business philosopher that's what the uh, little booklet says anyways and one of the quotes that i like it says don't say if i could i would say instead if i can i will and then the next one i thought was really noteworthy is it is our philosophical set of the sale that determines the course of our lives to change our current direction. We have to change our philosophy, not our circumstances. Absolutely. It's all about attitude and kind of, you know, how you look at things in life, right? That really determines really how you move forward. You know, uh, kind of put it more on a, on a, on a godly, uh, you know, spectrum. You know, it's like, okay, do you want to proceed forward in life just kind of moseying about and thinking you can do everything yourself? Or are you going to take the philosophy of, you know what, I'm just going to trust everything in God. And as long as I also participate in my own um, rescue, if you will, right, in my own path forward, you know, because you can't expect God to do everything for you. I mean, yeah, albeit he probably could make everything happen like overnight for you and make all your dreams come true. But you would not appreciate it. There would be no sweat equity. There'd be no real value that you would have in it. And so, um, you know, just kind of, you know, put it in conjunction with God. So anyway, 
So glad to have you here. Again, I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side um, because they are the ones in charge. They're the host. They are the ones at the wheel and they're in the helm steering this ship through these crazy chaotic waters that we call life. And like I always say, as long as you put 100% trust in God and Christ, they will steer your personal vessel. They will steer your ship through those crazy waves and those high swells and the, the nasty wind. And they'll bring you into a safe harbor. And they will get you to set your anchor so you can get your feet on dry, solid land. And that's very important. You really need to realize that putting your faith and trust in God is the key. And I'm telling you, from a transparency standpoint, I still struggle from time to time on that. And I'm getting better with that. But again, I'm, you know, I'm only human like the rest of you. So anyway, so I've been kind of staying away from, you know, a lot of the news, not that really there's anything worthy, anyway, anything out, you know, out there anyways, but I do want to make one little note. Um, so I had a listener, I believe who's in the assembly. Um, and I want to put out a shout out to Oscar and say, thank you for, for pointing this out. I did realize this myself too. I just, you know, I figured, all right, maybe it was, uh, you know, a technical glitch on my end, but I had a podcast that I put, put out there. It's called enemies of America and Christians. And so there is two points in that podcast, one at the 26th, uh, we'll just say there's two sections, 30 minute, uh, 30 seconds in each section that was blanked out between minute 26 and minute 28. And at first I figured, okay, this is probably an editor issue. So I went back and I listened because this was one of those podcasts that I recorded offline in a separate uh, platform, just, you know, because I was getting all these stupid attacks and just crazy stuff happening my computer stuff shutting down and i just you know uh, so anyway <clears throat> excuse me so i went back and i listened to it offline on the original recording and i'm like no that's that's uh everything's spot on so clearly and i went back and i listened to it and those sections that they blanked out are sections that are really relevant and so i'm like thinking to myself okay you boneheads, if you want to try to mess with me, I will take the original source of the video that got clipped out on that particular podcast. And I just I just basically took the whole video, which is five minutes and 17 seconds long. I posted it on Telegram. I would have posted it on True Social, but they have a limit over there for minutes on what you can upload. So I posted on True Social. You'll see the uh, screen, the icon. It's, it's It shows a wolf with like an American flag and kind of like a pick and sickle, whatever you want to call it, a, a hammer and sickle kind of symbol. And it says a wolf in sheep's clothing. That's the sound bite that got clipped out. If you want to listen to that, I highly recommend you do. Uh, very relevant because it kind of goes to explaining and illustrating more what these sickos and these tyrants and these dictator communistic Satanists want to do to us and our nation. And it kind of gives it, you know, puts it more in context of why we're seeing the things that we're seeing take place today with the whole gender flipping thing. And you could be whatever you want to be. If you want to be a furry, that's fine. If you want to be, you know, they, them, that's cool. You know, if you want to be a pedophile, hey, that's perfectly all right. Because, you know, the LGBTQ community is trying to make it normalized, at least, you know, the sickos in that community. Now, granted, that's not everybody in the LGBTQ community, because I know people that are gay. And I think that's the last thing they'd ever want to do is mess around with a kid. At least I'd hope that's the case. 
Um, but you just never know anymore these days. You know, you just never know. And so I, I got that sound bite over there. Very interesting. Um, I'm just scrolling through here a little bit. Uh, that's the other thing too, just to, you know, I'm going to keep putting this warning out until we reach, you know, past Halloween, but you know, 15,000 fentanyl pills were disguised as candy and it was seized in Connecticut ahead of Halloween. And, and Derek Maltz, which is a former DEA special operations director, he warned parents to educate themselves on the nationwide fentanyl, uh, crisis after official seized 15,000 pills disguised as candy in Connecticut. And so this is not a drug issue. It's a mass poisoning issue, he said. And we're losing a future generation, uh, 300 a day. And this is very relevant because these people that, that smuggle this crap over, you know, that, that smuggle this over our borders, they're making this, this fentanyl-type rainbow-looking candy, you know, almost like sweet tart kind of stuff. And so it's very easy for this kind of crap to get put in your kids' uh, you know, um, bucket of candy. So, you know... I guess buyer beware, okay? Because th this is, and truth be told, I'm going to tell you right now, we're not taking our kid trick-or-treating. You know what we're doing? Well, first off, we're trying to lead in our household. My wife and I are trying to lead our household and converting everything slowly into very natural homemade like hand soaps and shampoo and toothpaste. Uh, oh, word of the wise, definitely get some mint, um, <clears throat> mint, uh, what do you call it? Uh, fragrance oil, whatever they call it. It's essential oils. Get mint essential oil if you're making your own homemade toothpaste. Because if you don't have that, ugh, that's gross. Um, but we're slowly making the transition to get everything more natural and get away from processed nonsense junk um, out of our system and out of our house. I mean, that includes cleaners to deodorants, everything. My wife is actually um, testing out this crystal type of deodorant. It, we, they sell it at Meyer, which is interesting. It's like seven or eight bucks for a stick, but it's not your typical uh, deodorant. It's like a crystal and you have to wet it and then you put it on. Now it has no scent. So it's a little bit weird because, you know, you put on deodorant, you expect to smell nice and, you know, fresh, right? But believe it or not, and my wife doesn't really sweat a lot, but she can tell if she's got BO, right? Like she, she knows, like she, she even said, she goes like, I can definitely tell if I got BO. And so she tested it and she put this, whatever this is, this crystal watered down crystal type of deodorant. And she went a good solid 12, 14 hours. And she asked me the weirdest question one evening. She goes, can you come over here and smell me? I'm like, what? Oh, okay. What am I getting myself into? And so I did. I was like, okay. You know, cause I was trying to be, you know, I wanted to see if this product actually worked and sure as heck it did. I was like, wow. So I'm going to get through my poisoned, you know, uh, deodorant which doesn't have aluminum, but it still has fragrance and fragrance is not good for the body. It's all poison. And so once all that's gone, cause I don't like wasting money. Um, I'm going to continue poisoning myself a little bit more with my deodorant. And then I'm going to go over to the crystal and see how that works. And so if it's going to work in anybody, it better work on me. Cause I can get pretty sweaty at work. So good thing I'm a truck driver and not around an office full of people. Cause I would be offending many nostrils. <laughs> so anyways, but where am I going at with this? So yeah, we're not taking our kid trick-or-treating because A, a lot of the candy that's out there is banned in Europe. And so that should tell you one thing, a candy like Skittles and Sweet Tarts and all this other crap is yucky. It's bad for us. I mean, and I think, what is it? Sour Patch Kids has the H-E-K 
ingredient, which I think that's what it's called, H-E-K. Basically, it's aborted fetal cell ingredients in this candy. That's disgusting. And so we're not having our kid go trick-or-treating for those two reasons. The candy's crap, and you got to worry about your kid being poisoned, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to go out to eat with the family, and we'll buy some approved, you know, parent-approved treats that she already likes anyways. And, uh, and yeah, we're just going to have a nice, you know, a nice evening. But I'm not participating in that satanic, you know, crap. I, I used to love Halloween, but the more I become aware and the more I know the more I start realizing, man, oh man, evil really is intertwined in everything. It really is. And it's sick. Um, another little quick thing as I was scrolling through Telegram, this is interesting. I was seeing pictures of like this really crazy looking cloud in the sunrise or sunset, whatever it is. It's in Las Vegas. It says, when you live in a city 65 miles from a nuclear bomb test site, oddly shaped clouds can be stressful. <laughs> and this cloud certainly looks like a nuclear bomb uh, type of cloud. It's really insane. I posted that on my Telegram. But anyway, so um, in addition, before we get into the reading of Psalm 36, um, I wanted to play a couple uh, sound bites from Scott on Bards FM. So he had a show and he had something similar that happened to him and Duncan on their shows that happened to me, except this was a little bit different, different scale. So listen to this first sound clip at the beginning of the show. I think it was from like Thursday or Friday uh, of last week. Good evening, Patriots, and tonight is Thursday, September 29th in the year 2022. I'm just going to put this up front. This is going to have some difficult content tonight. We're going to get into the subject of child sex trafficking and pedophilia. And just to give you an idea, obviously, this is not a very popular topic to talk about. I cannot tell you the number of technical problems that have happened in the last eight minutes and why this show started late. The original post for Bards FM expired. That's never happened before on Podbean. That one expired. I couldn't even log into it. I couldn't get into to my files for a short moment. There's a lot of things going on here. I don't know if it's just, I'll just, we'll just call it spiritual warfare because this is a pretty dark subject. Yeah, so he was having issues. Here's another clip real quick. So this is interesting because he was saying at the toward the end of that show that Duncan was having issues. And if they don't like that, then sorry. So we are in a really, really interesting time. And I, I'm getting an interesting note right here from Duncan because he's doing trafficking. Remember I told you all the problems I just had getting this started? I had problems I can't even explain to you. I've never had before. The The... Podbean show, like I said, expired. That's never happened. I had the loading up of my videos or my audio files here wouldn't load. Duncan just told me he's doing work on trafficking tonight and his system went down completely and he had to restart it twice to get it back up. This topic is, is kryptonite. They know what's coming. And my opinion is that the real core of what's what they're hiding right now with this hurricane, with Nord Stream 2, with the threat of war, is this. So anyway, but yeah, so he was having issues too. 
Duncan and Scott both were having issues getting on to their show because of the show content. I mean, this 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 should really go to show you. And like I said, Donna's been having issues. Logic, when Logic was talking with Donna on her live stream on Friday, the one that I was on, I mean, I was having, it seemed like I was the one getting picked on. In fact, Donna actually was having issues, technical difficulties, trying to get on her show on Friday, which is why she was on late, I believe, by 10 or 15 minutes. Um, cause she was sending me text saying we had to start a computer like one or two different times. Logic had to do the same thing. I kept getting booted off. I mean, you got to look at the people that are getting attacked. Mike Adams was another one. I used to listen to Mike Adams a lot. I stopped listening to him just because I felt like some of his content was a little bit more t- too satirical. You know, it had too much satire in it, but you know, listen, it's, everybody's got their own flavor. I'm not going to demonize one person or the other because everybody's got a different flavor and what they like to listen to. Some people might hear my voice and think, gosh, I cannot stand Jason's voice at his hardline. I like the topic. I like the content he puts out, but there's something about the pitch and tonality of his voice that just makes me want to punch him in the face. And that's fine. Everybody's got a different tolerance level for what they like to listen to, which is why it's so relevant. We get more voices out here. To be honest with you, we need more people out here and more voices. And so anyway, um, so I just I felt it incumbent upon myself to kind of share those two sound bites. Uh, Scott's been having those issues. Uh, Duncan's been having those issues. It's just it's very interesting. There was a listener on here that is an avid listener, Randy. He was having issues getting onto my podcast not once but two or three different times on a really relevant podcast. My mom was same thing. She was having issues. It's just insane. It is insane. Um, Let's see here. Somebody was just putting on a chat board. She was saying, I was just now able to comment. Podbean kept telling me to log in. Every time I tried, it, it gave me an error. And this is war. And we have to remember that. You know, and that's another interesting thing. I think with Donna's, I think, I think it was Facebook or Instagram. I can't remember which one. But for the longest time, one of her those pages was stuck at like 16 or 17,000 followers. And then all of a sudden, overnight, it like jumped to 45, right? Now, that's interesting. Think about those numbers for a second. Those are real numbers. I'm not even BSing about that. 17, right? She was at 17,000 some odd followers. And then overnight, it went from 17 to 45. Well, what's relevant about 45? I mean, not 45,000, but 45 in general. Well, it's President Donald J. Trump, 45. Now, could that be coincidence? Maybe. But it just goes to show you, it's like, come on. You can't sit there and tell me that over 30,000, you know, uh, 30, 33, whatever odd thousand people all of a sudden just liked her page and followed it overnight. No, you better believe they're suppressing information. They're suppressing numbers. I wouldn't be surprised if they're suppressing, you know, my numbers over here in other areas. I don't know. I mean, then again, I'm a nobody, so I don't want to jump to too many conclusions, but there are some times where I believe the issues I have are technical difficulties because I, I will admit I need a bit more processing power on my computer. That will come in time. Right now, I think I can make do with what I got. I can get it along for another, you know, five, six, seven, eight months to a year if I absolutely had to. I'm really not trying to spend money. I'm trying to be, you know, a little bit cognizant of the spending. But at the end of the day, though, you know, one way or another, we're going to get our message out. I don't care if I got to put this crap up and smoke, you know, smoke and uh, Morse code, whatever. Anyway, <clears throat> so let's get into the reading while we're here to begin with. You guys don't want to keep hearing me ramble on. Oh, my goodness. We're in 19 minutes already. Holy cow. We got to get rocking. All right. Psalm chapter 36, New American Standard Bible, verses 1 through 12. I told you it was short. And it says, 
Wrongdoing speaks to the ungodly within his heart. There is no fear of God before his eyes, for it flatters him in his own eyes concerning the discovery of his wrongful deed and the hatred of it. The words of his mouth are wickedness and deceit. He has ceased to be wise and to do good. He plans wickedness on his bed. He sets himself on a path that is not good. He does not reject evil. Your mercy, Lord, extends to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Your righteousness is like the mountains of God. Your judgments are like the great deep. Lord, you protect mankind and animals. How precious is your mercy, God, and the sons of mankind take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They drink their fill of the, of the abundance of your house, and you allow them to drink from the river of your delights. For the fountain of life is with you in your light. We see light. Prolong your mercy to those who know you and your righteousness to the upright of heart. May the foot of pride not come upon me, and may the hand of the wicked not drive me away. Those who do injustice have fallen there. They have been thrust down and cannot rise. So, and that is a reading of Psalm chapter 36, verses 1 through 12. So what does Psalm 36 mean? So basically, in a nutshell, it's, the fact that sin is rooted deeply within the human heart. And that's referenced in Jeremiah 17, 9. And that innate wickedness is the source of our evil actions. And here, David notes that those who reject God find themselves overtaken by sin. They lose all respect for the Lord and all fear of eternal consequences for their actions. Instead, they assume that what they do will never go unpunished or that what they do will never be punished or never even be found out and sin is so addictive that those who turn from god find themselves constantly pursuing depravity even when they try to sleep and let me tell you something ever since i joined tiktok because i like to do my stupid dad you know dumb dad joke of the day you know um which i hope you guys find interesting i try to post them over at telegram if you don't follow me at TikTok, which by the way, go follow, go if you have a TikTok account, it seems like everybody and her brother does have one, including me, which I was so against TikTok. But go over there and follow me. Uh, it's his hard line. But I will say this when I sign up for a TikTok account, so right off the bat, like as you scroll through videos, right? It is interesting. I do like it, especially if you're looking to waste time, which I try not to do much of. But like if I'm sitting there and I just feel like being lazy in my dad chair, I'll scroll. But in the very beginning, before I actually started liking videos and genres that, you know, cater to my liking, I was getting a lot of videos of women in like these booty shorts and really revealing tops, you know, showing the bosoms, if you will, right? Like just use your imagination, right? Just very provocative photos and videos, I should say. And so it's just, it's just insane. And so hold on a second. I think somebody's knocking on my door. Yeah, babe. Maybe not. I thought somebody was knocking at the door because we have somebody coming over to um, fix my wife's rims. Um, we had them painted, and uh, the guy did kind of a not so good job on two of them. So he's coming over to to fix them. But anyway, so where was I going at with those? So anyway, you get all these provocative videos, you know, and I kept having to scroll through this, and my wife was like. Did you like any of those? I'm like, no. I'm like, I don't know where the heck any of these videos are coming from. I said, this really is Satan's lair. 
And she goes, well, that should actually go away because I was getting when I first signed up for TikTok. This is my wife telling me this. She goes, I was getting a lot of like provocative, like guy videos. Right. I'm like, oh. And so as, as I started finding more stuff that was more catered to me, like semi truck stuff and car stuff, um, weird, you know, conspiracy earth type stuff, you know, things like that. Those videos started filtering, filtering away. But so like, OK, you might be asking, well, Jason, what's your point with all this? My point is that, you know, there is so much evil out there that really tries to take your eyes off God, right? And to get you to lose respect for the Lord, to make you lose, you know, overall your, your, um, what am I trying to say? Try to make you lose your allegiance to God, right? They want you, God, Satan wants you to be overtaken by sin. He wants you to be addicted to sin. He wants you to be addicted to lust. And I say to that, go to hell. I'm not going to pursue depravity or any of that nonsense. Absolutely not. And that's what evil does. It tries to freaking get you entrapped and ensnared. That's what that's what Satan really does. He does a really good job doing that. Not me. Uh-uh. And so, in contrast, though, so God's character is flawless and perfect. In mercy, God extends a measure of grace to all people and all animals. And this is seen in his continued provision in nature in the lord's graciousness is also expressed in his steadfast love or loving kindness and from the hebrew term he said and this passage uses the imagery of god's protection extending like the wings of a mother bird and so david closes the psalm with an appeal for god to maintain the steadfast love to his people and David uses references to both hands and feet to depict the attacks of wicked people. He prays for God's protection against those assaults. The psalm ends with David, picturing these enemies as already defeated, so utterly conquered that they never regrew. And I tell you, it, this is it, it's back to oh, I tell you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is this is the kind of war that we're at, not just an informational war and a psychological war, but Satan is really after souls and trying to get people to really fall to sin in the most subtle ways. And <clears throat> I tell you, it's uh it's very challenging because, you know, like I said, as somebody like myself, I used to be highly addicted to pornography, even long before my wife, you know, because think about it. Okay, let's think about this for a second. I grew up around a truck driver, not saying that that was the, the root cause of it. But, you know, I, when I got in college, you know, I was on my own, never looked at it like it was any big deal. Right. I uh, lived a single life for quite a long time. I was, you know, a contractor over the road for five years. Not only was I a contractor over the road for five years, you know, in, in the marketing industry, but I also was a DJ for eight and a half years. I was involved in a lot of provocative, you know, nights after the nightclub, you know, a lot of one night stands, a lot of heavy drinking, maybe some smoking of weed. I mean, you name it, I did it. I mean, not quite everything. And there was one time I tried cocaine. Ugh, that was gross. Never, never would ever recommend anybody to do that. I don't care who you are. But the, what's my point? I did all this crap. And I never thought twice about pornography really being a big deal until I met my wife. And then she started showing me scripture saying, well, you know, technically, you know, that's looked at as adultery. That's looked at as, you know, cheating on your wife if we're married. 
I was like, oh. And at first I poo-pooed that. I'm like, that's nonsense. I'm like, it's just video. But see, that's where Satan gets you. He he want, he tries to cheapen everything and make you think it's not a big deal. It's just a few photos. It's just a one-night stand. It's just another drink. It's just another $20 at the poker table. It's just this. It's just that. Well, that just, and then fill in the blank, eventually ends up being that straw that breaks the camel's back and breaks your family, breaks your bank, breaks your relationships with your closest friends and 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 people that you care about. It, it breaks your job and your way of making a living, and then it breaks your ability to afford a home. Satan is a little bastard, forgive my language, but he is. And so is his little whore minions. And that's how he tries to get you. He tries to get in so subtly. So subtly. And then he ramps it up little by little until he gets you fully addicted. So we always need to keep eyes on God, ask Christ to be in our heart daily, seek the heart of Christ. Do our best to live to be the best version of ourselves. Because let me tell you, this fallen world, it, there are so many snares set out for us, trying to trap us. We got to watch it. I'm telling you, folks, it's, uh, it's not a game, and people think it is. And that's why we've lost true north in this country. Because they took away God, Jesus Christ, and the Bible out of the public square. Well, we need to get back to that. True North. And part of getting back to True North is within our National Assembly. Getting our Assembly of States. Because our Assemblies are not politically motivated. It's not a right thing. It's not a left thing. It's not a Democrat or a Republican or a conservative or a liberal thing. You know what the Assemblies are? It's an American thing. It is a unity thing. It is a thing where God-fearing people get together who should have a good, strong moral fiber within them that makes up the fabric of this nation. And we come together to self-govern ourselves, take the, you know, redress the grievances from the people and bring them forward and start solving problems. That's what the National Assembly is all about. And let me remind you, I want to read this. So this is very relevant. I want to read this. So somebody read this on one of the national calls. I thought this was very, very interesting. I want to point this out. If you go to Acts chapter 19, verse 39, it says, and I'm reading out of the, uh, the Geneva, 1599 Geneva Bible, the Patriots edition. And it says, but if ye inquire anything concerning other matters, it may be determined in a lawful assembly. A lawful assembly, ladies and gentlemen. And that is one of the ways that we get God back in this nation is through our national assembly. And I'm, it's, it's, I'm not saying it's the only way, but it is a, a, a very strong vehicle to help steer the ship in this nation toward that way. Common law, like, yeah, like Pam and Jean said here in the chat board, God's law. Absolutely. It is coming back to God and common law. So anyway, that is all I have for you today. 
I will be back. I'm not sure what time. I'm going to do another like a podcast, kind of like a His Hardline discussion, like a National Assembly update and more. But I got to get upstairs. I'm, my wife, I just bought her a tanning package. Um, she wants to go start that today. It's the one thing that actually helps her face from, you know, preventing from, you know, breaking out. And I guess a lot of women do that. I did not know that. Uh, it's funny. When I went to go buy the package for my wife, the lady, the girl, bless her heart. She's like, well, do you like the tan? I'm like, not, not, not really. She goes, really? Who doesn't like the tan? I'm like, well, you know, I, I like tanning, but I like to be outside and doing something while I tan. I don't want to just lay, lay there. She goes, well, we got husband and wife things. I said, look, look, look. I'm like, I am perfectly okay with just getting my wife on. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to come and tan and stand up or lay down and other people. I just don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not doing it. So, but anyway, so I got to get off the air here so my wife can go do that. I guess the uh, rim painting guy is here. So I got to go upstairs and, uh, you know, I'm going to take my daughter outside so she can ride her bike. And then I'll be back down here in a little bit. I'm going to get some dinner rocking and rolling. And uh, like I said, I'll be back down here. Uh, I'm just guesstimating. Don't hold me to it. I'm going to guesstimate probably see what is this 522 Eastern time. I don't know. Maybe seven. Yeah, that might sound good. So I might be back here about seven, okay? So I hope, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. easy, Jason. <laughs> We're forgetting something. What are we forgetting? A prayer. Let's do the prayer. All right, Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for another day of life. And that music is way too loud. We thank you so much for another day of life and good health. And thank you so very much for the people that come here, this community. I see it's growing little bit by little bit. And I do appreciate you trusting me with, with being in the ears of everybody that comes here. I will do my absolute best to spread your word uh, respectfully. And, um, and um, <clears throat> Oh, I'm just at a loss for words, but uh, responsibly, I will do my absolute best to always be an advocate and to be the best version of myself representing you here on earth to try to get people closer to your son, to have people, you know, on their own free will, accept Christ in their heart and to have them seek out the heart of Christ. We thank you so very much, God, for all the many blessings you bring to us. We ask for your forgiveness. We repent of our sins, not just individually, but as a nation. And we just ask also each and every day, guide our thoughts, guide our words, and guide our actions because thoughts and words are the most powerful, most powerful force on the earth. And those thoughts and action or those thoughts and words can lead into actions that can either be destructive or constructive. So we just pray that you always guide all three of those. And we pray all of this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so anyway, that is all I have for you all today. I want to say thank you for being here. I want to say thank you for coming here to download this show. I appreciate everybody. And remember, here at His Hard Line, we are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. And the enemy has crossed that line for the last time, and we are going to push them back on their side. Enough is enough. So until then or the next time, we'll either see you here later on this evening or tomorrow. Thank you for joining us here at His Heart Line, and may God bless each and every one of you and yours, and have a good night or evening wherever you're at in the world. Bye-bye.
forget to share the website www.hishardline.com and share the Podbean account. The Podbean website is www.hishardline.podbean.com. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the day. Thank you for joining us here at His Heart Line. Remember, we need to spend at least 15 minutes each day with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That is literally 1% of our time on a daily basis. Spend a little time in the Bible, spend some time in prayer. And you'd be amazed what Jesus will do to you. And don't forget to check out our website, www.hishardline.com, for all the latest updates.